Sounds like a train wreck. How about that? Yes. Well, I probably bought her a drink in the in the early two thousands. I'm going to cancel my Francis Farmer insurance, Carl. I'm scouring my notes for bad (laughs) things they said about Francis Farmer. Now, one more time, she is a great actress in this film. She carries it perfectly. You have no idea that she's difficult at all. She doesn't do anything difficult. What is that website where uh, Francis Farmer dates? Like, if you, uh, oh yeah, you only want to date Francis Farmer. It's Francis Farmer only. Yeah, Francis Farmer only. Now that's the son, by the way, and he was a big deal in westerns. That was his claim to fame. As a matter of fact, from uh, let's see, where is it? Nice guy. Nice guy. <laughs> Difficult to work with. Hated no. working. Had troubles working with with uh, Francis Farmer. You can tell he, he, was like, he was just very dedicated. Like when he needed to yell and punch people, just because he loved the film so much. You can tell he's from westerns because when he sits down, he sits like this. <laughs> Excuse me, Dad. I'm going to go get me some sarsaparilla. What? We don't have sarsaparilla. Um, he he appeared in Western films exclusively from '46 to '76 when he retired. Yeah, I remember uh, watching westerns in the '70s. Yeah, <laughs> they sure did go away, right? He was in Sullivan Travels, he was in Hitchcock's Foreign Correspondent, and he was in The Most Dangerous Game as the hero, which we saw in 32. Yeah, that's right. Do you think he had a gun or was he being stalked in The Most Dangerous Game? No, he was the guy getting hunted. Oh, right on. Yeah, he was excellent. I like that guy. Harry Mason. Have a nice trip. It'll be a running (laughs) gag. He'll show up all happy later. Like, now he's mad that he Trump. He goes, this office wouldn't be the same if I wasn't tripping. What's in the jars and behind his desk? Your brain. Brains. Yeah, brains. brains. It's the brain from Half Dead. And I need some more cotton balls behind my head. All right? Yeah. What? Lollipops? All right. Okay. He does does talk like that. Put up, put up the sound for a minute. This is the son talking about, I got this idea for paper cups. Look, you see how he dropped it? They left that in. They were like, fuck it. I'm almost done with this film. Just. Well, that's why they fired Hired Hawks. He's like, he keeps dropping the cups. This is the guy, most dangerous game. He was the hunted one. Yeah, that's so cool. For a thousand years. I'll never work. No one wants to drink from a cone. See, they'll eat ice cream from a cone. I'm not ridiculous! Water from a ridiculous! Cone. If you don't want, to, or if you don't want to be partners, I'm gonna to have to make this paper cup solo. Oh, oh nice. point. Nice. I tried, nice. but the first yeah. paper cup was Dixie. I looked it up. Did they have like a poker hand on it in the first cup? Oh yeah, and underneath. Yeah. I always spilled my coffee because I couldn't wait. Did I win? Well, the idea was it would be those coffee machine, hot chocolate coffee machines that would drop a cup. Oh, and I love pour those. Coffee into it, yeah. So the cup itself would have a poker hand on it. Oh yeah, no, I didn't know that. Oh so it would yeah, have a lot it of sugar you, in the coffee. It was good. It would yeah. give you four cards, and the fifth one was on the bottom. So after you're drinking, you could see if you won. I could. You were anxious. Yeah. Whoa! Side player. Five now Barney diamonds. is having a homecoming. Barney is coming back. He's going to find out that Francis Farmer died. 
she, he was away so long, she went and died. There's Fen. He can't jump anymore like he did early. He's like, I'm a too old now. Jumping Jiminy. Right. Oh, I'm glad oh, to see right. you, Barney. Eh? Good Wait, to see are you. they 50 now? Yeah. yeah. He's too old to jump? Well, he's older than 50. You look good. Can I offer you some gummy fish? They're from Maya, from Sweden. Yeah. No, meatballs is fine. <laughs> you have any small ones? How do I sit on this? Do I have to build this first? Okay, hang on. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I built this house for myself from a box. From a box. I couldn't get out of the parking lot. So Samuel Golden paid $150,000 uh, for the book, and that was a lot of money. And Hawk, because he was sick and, you know, he was uh, in surgery and Samuel was on around, he did a lot, a lot, a lot of budget. So this film cost super amount of money to make. It was a successful film at the box office, but they still didn't make money because the original director frittered it all away. And so this Edward guy, Edward Arnold, became known as box office poison, which wasn't fair to him. That's not weird. Now this is the tray that one of the trays they used to break Lotta out. Oh, and they framed it. Well, I guess, yeah. yeah. Does he look uh, like Malcolm when he laughs? Yeah, he does. <laughs> he looks like our uncle. Glad to see you again, Barney. Oh, this brings back old times. Oh, excuse let's me. Go through, flipping let's go through some trees. Let's, Wait, were you doing an Irish accent, girl? Yes, I was yeah. by mistake. Let's listen <laughs> for a second so I can get my sweet. Yeah, get your accent right. Top oh. of the morning. Fucking violins. Back then, they had the violins on set. That's how much money he spent. This yeah. is, he's learning that she died. That's why we have the violins. Well, I guess I won't be cheating on my wife. <laughs> I guess I won't be sleeping with your wife. Yeah. I won't need these condoms. Tosses <laughs> <laughs> them in the fireplace. <laughs> Oh, Jimmy's. You, know, you think Sven has a, enough condoms being Swedish? Why? I don't know. Yeah, Challenger, Carl. Swedish that was really didn't make any sense. Erotica reference. That's all I know. I, I'm yeah. still lost in the woods. Oh. What am I, a logger? So you can tell which director directed what, right? Because one is like in color and one is in black and white. <laughs> Could what you tell? I mean, is it. Is it like just he Hawks did the first half and the guy did the second half, or was it shot all over the place? Well, it was the last two weeks of production that he got healthy and came back. And that's oh, when wow. he fired him and hired Wilder. But it's there's a dispute. Some on the internet, some sources say 30 minutes of this footage is him, and then other people say 10 minutes. But absolutely the last uh, edit of the film is his. Oh, the, the one that got right. released. Hashtag release the Hawks cut. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag Hawk cut. This is Carrie, and it's Sven's sister's daughter. I think his name's Swan, and I'm saying, yeah, I'm insulting him. Swan. So they're meeting Swan's sister's daughter, who lives with them, 
Wow. And her name's yeah. Carrie. And she was going to be our lead in this film, but Frances Farmer showed up and beat her. Really? God, yeah. she must be really hard to work with if she beat her. <laughs> with a stick. But she's got a better to go role. there, but they decided to buy the farm. Fair now, enough. she would go on to have lots of troubles with the House Un-American committees. She was Austrian. She mm. was pro-Nazi. In yep. the 50s, the FBI began to investigate her. <clears throat> and, yeah, she was blacklisted. And she died at 59 of a cerebral hemorrhage. And some people say because of the stress of being FBI surveillance and blacklisted, I don't think I believe that, but. What's, get back to the Nazi seven, uh, She She was pro-Nazi, you said? Yes. She was um, a Nazi. Well, she was from Austria. Now, yeah. this is Frances Farmer now playing her daughter. It's the daughter of Lata and Svan, and her name is also Lata. Oh, wait well, a This is what I love about the movie is that he left uh, Lada at the age that his daughter, this daughter is now. So right. that's the image he's always had of her. Sven, right. you know, watched her grow up, grow old, and die. So he yeah, has a, so this is, he's back in. It's just like a convenient thing because if the woman was still alive, he would have to see her thirty years older. But that's now right. seeing her daughter is at that same memory that he had of her. Break now, 20, you know. watch Edward's eyes. He will look at her boobs in this scene. I saw it Hello. three times. Um, I want to call it. My eyes are up here. Uh, hello. I'm not looking at your eyes. How do you, uh, uh, what's your name tag say? Oh, you don't have a name tag. Let me check it out. <laughs> uh, two. There you go. He's right out there, right there. You know what the move is? Is to pretend you're angry and look at it. Look, look. Uh, there it is. There it is. Now they're looking at the ass. This is crazy. <laughs> So uh, they're going to get kicked out of the restaurant. Lada and Carrie are a sort of like sisters. They live together. Okay, watch his eyes now. Yeah, Leary. Not yet. Oh, there you go. Oh, there you go. That was a quick one. You saw that, right? Yeah, it was very, it was a glance. Yeah, it was a glance. He got what in, huh? Yeah, what in. Lick the finger and touch the uh, 20, early 20th century. Make sure eye. it's hot. Ah! It's hot. Now, there's something a little contradictory in this film. In this scene, she's going to talk about as if, like, Barney's sexually attracted to me, so I'm going to exploit that. But later in the film, she's going to be like, I would never! I don't know, it contradicts. Put on the sound just for this conversation. I leave early and you come along as soon as you can. So I'll come later. Yeah. Hey, don't Listen. I don't want to be there when Mr. Glasgow comes. Well, why, for Pete's sakes? Well, if I'm not there and he waits a while and it's afraid I'm not coming and, and then I come. So she's oh, manipulating. Hello. What are you driving I'm going to show up late so I miss. He likes me. <laughs> what are you up to, young lady? <laughs> now stop grinning and answer me or I'll slap you, big as you are. Oh, you and Paul been dumb all your lives. Well, thank you, Miss Marty. Well, you have. You don't plan or anything. You just let things happen to you. Well, well, I'm, I'm not like that. I'm hot. I'm going to pick some sort of milk, that's all. He likes me, and he can do a lot for me if I just make him think I'm worth helping. I'm Swan Boston's daughter, and I've got looks. Okay. All right. so that's all I wanted you to hear. Now, later in the film, though, she'll, like, do a reversal as if, what? That's shocking. I never even thought of it. And and 
and the script's not making her just for this one little scene she's got some manipulation to her and then it goes away for the rest of the film it doesn't make sense you think that was added by the new director to kind of oh that's a good point like it was a note that they had to add that scene later maybe make her look bad maybe two shots for sven three shots for sven you guys want any of this (laughs) (laughs) oh i forgot to offer you guys grappa or whatever is that now he goes, where is she? And and you see the Harry's like, <laughs> like it's true what Lada was thinking, you know. And oh, Santos, they named her Lada because she's got a lot of boobs. A lot of junior, right? A lot of senior, right? It is junior and senior. That's right. Yeah. Unless she comes from a long line of Lada's, uh, it'd be Lada the third. A lot of IV. Oh, that's a lot, a lot of. I did the whole lot of love uh, guitar riff. <laughs> whole lot of love. Whole <laughs> lot of love. <laughs> we all know that guitar like. Francis Farmer died in 1970 at 56 years old of cancer. That's good. What a jerk. Oh, she's young. Now, when she was young, she won this contest for like scholastic. She was in high school, scholastic books or something. She wrote this whole thing about how God is bullshit. God is not true. I couldn't believe when Scholastic Dynamite magazine published it. She won a hundred bucks for it, though. And that's a lot of money in 31. She had to get $50 uh, to God. Chaotic, godless world. But later, towards the end of her life, she would become a Christian. You know why? Because she was cuckoo, cuckoo. (laughs) I'm going to have to see more. She went to the Soviet Union. She did? Wait, During her final year of college, 1935, Francis won a subscription contest for the leftist newspaper, The Voice of Action. First prize was a trip to the Soviet Union. Farmer accepted the prize despite her mother's strong objections. Fuck you. Where were you when I was a kid? Uh, so Francis, don't go to Russia. Fuck went, you. Where were you when I was a kid? Uh, she went. She was. Uh, she wanted to see the pioneering Moscow art theater. Her interest in such topics fostered speculations. She was not only an atheist but a communist. The same year, she graduated with the degree in drama. When she came back from the Soviet Union, she went to New York. She got into uh, some plays and then Paramount, you know. Nice. It was too pretty Girl. to not let uh, be I do, I do want to keep talking about her, but can I just want to play the song that they're playing okay. on the accordion? Another one, right? Hey, I want to sit next to you. Okay. Talking to you, Michael. Yeah, that's the song she's playing. Well, Barney's, she's singing Love Me Tender, and Barney's like, stop it, stop it, because he can't handle it, because it's just like his love. You know, in this film, like, Barney's not a terrible, awful human being, you know? Yeah, he's a little, he was friends with the loggers, he was ambitious. He He was ambitious, that was his problem. That was his failure. 
He was a nice guy. He was too ambitious. He was a movie. That, I, that's what I always thought when I watched the film. Was like, he was too ambitious, right? He gave that up. He, he gave love up for money. Right. Exactly. For money. And success. Now, he had been planning his success for years and then was with this woman for about a couple, you know, two months. So... We know this song too. Oh yeah, I don't. If you don't know Lily like I do, look at the kid. Now that was inappropriate, yeah, and we really out. won't see that again for the film until he makes an indecent proposal later. But we won't <laughs> see any more creeping. Sven turns a red fox. Oh, I'm coming. This is the big one. <laughs> he popped his collar. Lada, I'm coming. No, the, the thing is, Swan's got a bad back. So he's like, I'll take you to the specialist in Chicago. And I'll take you girls along Wait, with okay. us. And I'll buy you nice dresses. And we'll be on a train. It's like what they've always dreamed out about getting it. Not Carrie so much. It's what Lada's always dreamed about. Getting out of this town. And basically her wishes are coming true right now. Oh. He starts playing the Love Me Tender song and he starts crying. Goes, What's the matter? Is yeah. it brings back memories? No, Colonel Tom Parker owes me $500. <laughs> Did you watch that Elvis movie, Adam? No, I didn't. Did. I liked it. I don't know. I'm going to defend that movie. Which Did one? You watch it? Elvis, the three hour movie. Oh, should I see it? Sigh, yes. It's not like you might not like it, but I, I really liked it. I thought but you it recommend really, yeah, I recommend it out. Every There's a lot of gyrating, Carl, just so you know. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you might get offended. Do you make sure your kids are not in the room when you watch it? Because okay. yeah. you can watch it with Rose, but yeah, my my youngest is 17, my oldest is 22. They could be in a room. They're gonna get fallen. They've done their own grinding. Wow, they're really in the 20th century. Oh, they're on the train. Okay, now you see these hats. We don't know. We don't know anything about it. They will go to the dining car and women will kind of make fun of their outfits, like they're a little outdated or whatever. And Francis Farmer will get mad at Barney saying, You knew it. You knew it. That's why you wanted us to dine in the car and not in the dining. So he goes, Okay, you caught me. When we go to Chicago, I'll buy you all proper clothes. And oh, so he's he's hiding them for during the meal. They're going in a separate car. When they oh my god, the meal's on her head. Car, he said, "Let's dine in my car." And they said, uh -oh. "No, we want to go to the dining room where everyone can see us." So Barney said, "Oh, okay." You know, he's not going to say no to them. Yeah. And then they got laughed at, and so. That's uh, how smoking or non-smoking section? Bumpkin or non-bumpkin section? Uh, smoking bumpkin. Okay, here they are in the dining car, and you can see a few people taking a look at their hats and stuff and their outfits and making smirks. Yeah, hello. Now, turn this up because it's a little... Hey, fellow robber baron! Only now the reason for this scene is he's going to talk about how beautiful the daughter is. Hubba hubba. Yeah. 
But he'll say, oh, don't be ridiculous. That's what I always tell him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. You old bull cat. <laughs> you old Drink a little brandy after dinner, all right? <laughs> all right. I got to go okay. sleep with my daughter. Now listen to what how Francis Farmer talks about how embarrassed she was. Did you enjoy it? No. No, I didn't. No. We didn't. What was wrong? Well, look at us. Why didn't you tell us we looked so funny? We didn't look funny. Oh, yes, we did. I saw those other women laughing at us. They were laughing at this. Carrie's house. Nobody laughed at my house. They did so, Carrie. Only they were playing enough to try to hide it. You knew it before you took us in there, Mr. Glasgow. Why didn't you tell us? Listen, love, perhaps your clothes aren't what they are. Because they look like they're weave wore. Yes, I agree. They look like they're hairstyled. Well, that's essentially yeah. what I wanted you to hear. And now he's like, "Gonna, well, I'll buy you proper clothes. He basically starts spending money on them like crazy. That's the reason why you didn't yell, come and get it in the middle of the film. You were embarrassed to eat with us. There was a great opportunity for the director directors to put in, come and get it during the dinner scene. Because it would be in the beginning of the movie, the end of the movie, and then in the middle of the movie. It's like Goodfellas. Mm -hmm. Remember the, the shoe shine box? Right. Let's see. Same yeah, you, you insulted them a little bit. Now, a, a little bit. A little bit. Now they're yeah. in proper, great clothes. and Oh, now they don't look silly. Standing. Oh, they look... All right. <laughs> look at all. Dude, that other hat looked ridiculous. This one. Okay. Howard Hawks was originally signed to direct, but was replaced by William Wyler midway through the production. Farmer was indignant and clashed with Wyler during the filming. He later said, the nicest thing I can say about Frances Farmer is that she is unbearable. Though her working relationship with Wilder was tumultuous, Hawks remembered Farmer with admiration, saying she had more talent than anyone I ever worked with, ever worked with. So this is the thing about her. She was tough, but she's gold on screen. Right. So you're saying she's talented. Now look at this one. Was supposed to be playing Francis Farmer's role. You can see why they chose Francis. Right. Are you ready? Sorry. Liberals. Right. It was the communists who suggested Francis Farmer. I met her in college. Well, they're all very happy. Now, uh, Adam, one thing uh, Carl and I notice when we watch movies, especially when they have like dining uh, theater experiences, mm -hmm. is that it's all studio produced. Like this is not an exact replica of a dining hall in, in early 1910s, but for the movie they build it. But this is our only historical reference we have. It's yes. like this time they had a nightclub scene where they're dancing around and everyone's eating dinner and there's singing. It's a uh -huh. movie set, but it's supposed to replicate the nightclub experience. Right. It's like the sock hops and happy days or like the the eighties the reversion of eighties like punk clubs, you know, you see oh, on TV. It's not the yeah. real thing, but it's it's our reference now. Now Adam, do you remember in the eighties you used to watch some movie like Terminator and there would be a like like a Los Angeles nightclub with punks and you knew that place didn't really exist. It wasn't a real place, right? But you would always see it in the movies. Do, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, but you, you would think it's it because that's your only reference. So you're saying like, we don't live yeah, yeah. in the 30s but and we the lived, Right, but we lived in the 80s. And so when we go into this like pretend punk rock club, 
Like, like, you know, there was a bar somewhere and you knew there was a place where you could go see a concert, but this fake, like, we'll all go hang out as punk rock. Right, everyone has mohawks and right. uh, spray paint on the wall. So the thing is, like, a person in 2020s looking at that would think that was a real place in the 1980s. In the same way, I'm very suspicious when you see these nightclubs in the 30s, 40s, maybe they're not real, you know? Right. Yeah. But this, like, that dining hall, like, what I noticed was there's a lot of space, which is good when you smoke cigars, like all the smoke goes to the top of the ceiling. Yes. Well, they had more room, yeah. They had more real estate. They had more okay, real estate. Okay, now turn this on. This is the reverse of the earlier scene we saw. It's just got to be your part that Mr. Glass was doing all this for. Of course. I've sometimes wondered if it sometimes worried me that it might be you. Gary, are you trying? I know it's awful, but he is interested in you. You see he how it's reversed also. now? Well, uh -huh. such a thing. You know Mr. Glass was interested in me on the other part. I wonder if he is. Of course he is. How can you say such a thing? How can you even think it? You see how it kind of doesn't make sense with the scripts, you know? No, it's what you said, Adam. Yeah, they added it. They added it to, for whatever reason. That's yeah. probably why she was so mad. Because it didn't make sense. Well, maybe she's just uh, gaslighting her mom. Just, you know, like, defensively saying, no, that's not true. Why, why would you say that? I feel like she, she changed her mind. Or she realized it was a bad idea. And this woman changed her mind, too. I think that's how I took it when I saw it. Now, here is the horseless carriage. And oh, the driver yeah. of it is a guy who works on horses, so he hates it. Go ahead and listen for a second. I Ubered you 20 minutes ago. <laughs> is this Shreven? No, Shreven. Shreven. I like me horses. You ain't like horses, Cage. What accent is that? I don't know. Now, that's Scottish, right? But none of them around too soon. I just thought it was a little funny how he hates the car. You know, it, it, when he's in that automobile, his accent is it's not horse at all. There's no there's no hoarseness to his voice. Oh, come on. It's it's a horseless carriage. Like he that's why he had a speaking role. He was not horse. Yeah. Um okay, the premiere of this film was in Seattle which is Farmer's hometown, at the premiere, it was in, it was in a place in which you used to be an usher. That was the kind of neat thing about it. Um, at the premiere, Farmer was noticeably quiet, spoke little to reporters, which resulted in news reports that she was cold and aloof. Nevertheless, come and get it, earned praise from pu public and critics with several reviews, greeting Farmer as a newfound star, likening her to Greta Garbo. So right. it's a good spin. But yeah, this was a big hit then. This was a big hit that uh, still lost money because of the director. Did the loggers in Seattle right. like the movie or were they protesting? The loggers in Seattle? Well, Washington State, Oregon, I don't know. Maybe they came over. I did do a lot of research for this film, but I only got to Google page nine. I don't know what the loggers <laughs> in Washington. They didn't have like a logger protest during the Seattle. They didn't have that much logging. Like in the beginning, I, I think that's interesting, the loggers footage, because that's real. Uh, yes, yeah. it is. Yeah. And it was from Indi uh what did I say? Oregon? No. Oregon? No. It was from was it, it was from Idaho, Virginia? North Fork Clearwater River. Perfect. What did I say? You said 
<laughs> I said New Jersey. Okay, now we're meeting the son and Francis Farmer's daughter Lata will meet the son too. Oh no. Awkward. I have an extra ticket to the love boat if you would like to go. Uh, well, if I could bring very down. subtle. It's directed very well. Watch when they meet. <laughs> he doesn't have a chance to really get acquainted with him. And she's a great actress the way you can see it in her face. Look, he looks, she looks, and then she's like, Ooh, whoa. Holy cow. Yeah. You are yeah. the most dangerous that game. That guy, but handsome. Yeah. Aren't you the most dangerous game guy? Hello. No, no <laughs> come here. Come here. Get away from him. Get away. <laughs> Weren't, yeah, right. Weren't you the most dangerous game? I was. Great. You got 10 seconds. Yeah. Pa -pa! I'm, not, I'm not kidding, Wabbit. All right. Guys, get out of here. We got to fart. They're giving him a, a tour of the mill. How boring. Yeah. Now, you haven't heard from her. Uh, if you watch this film three times, this is my fourth time like you. She is like a interesting, neat character. She's a grouchy secretary, and she gives Barney lots of trouble. She's, she's one of the reasons why this is a good film. You don't like her when you're watching this, but she's that's... That's exactly what you're supposed to feel like. She's she's Della Reese to his Perry Mason. Della Reese to Perry Mason. You know, I remember Perry Mason's show in the reruns, but I really didn't give it a chance. Well, you know, Perry Mason, like it's crossword puzzles, like the secretary's name, Reese, uh -huh. has two E three E's and Perfect. Yeah, and then the writer of Perry Mason, his name is like E R L E or something like that. So I only know from crossword puzzles. Now, this is a well-written, well-directed scene, well-acted scene in which this is supposed to be like when they get together and it's the Kindles, their relationship, but it's fraught with mistakes and accidents and fighting. It's a really good scene. Ooh. Smack! Yeah. Smack! Oh, he smacked me back. He hit her right back. Yeah. Now you don't hit me again. <laughs> well, you brought up communism in the first place. Being a gold digger. What's that? You brought up communists in the first place. That's So she's like, he's like, something's boiling over. Oh, and she's man. like, well, I'm busy fighting with you. And he goes, no, you better, you better handle this. Now, all right. Come over here and fuck it all up like a bumbling idiot. Ouch. She's like, you fool! That's all CGI, so the actors weren't like in anything. Yeah, that's right. He wouldn't really get hurt. Now look at you. Who's going to eat that pancake? Right. Water is now like a he's like, character. You better clean up this mess. <laughs> I do like his hat. I'll give him that much credit. Now it's nothing to cry about. Wow. <laughs> now he's yeah, no crash faults. Or now he's stuck, but he's and she's like, Don't walk around, you'll get it everywhere. He never takes his shoes off. Why not? Uh yeah, that's a good point. This is the comic relief of the movie, so enjoy it, guys. I wonder who directed this one because 
it's it's a different tonal shift. I mean, this movie wasn't it's that a sort of... different tonal shift, but it's also oh, his shoes do come off. Excuse me. It's also very good. Like, um... oh, there ha that's the goo. Yeah, apparently this is part of making the candy. You've and if you don't do this right, you're gonna mess it up, and right. they will mess it up. And then when you I'm eat, glad it, they're dressed for it. <laughs> I mean, you guys were talking about um, watching movies about old times. It seemed like, right, from movies we watched and at the library or wherever, men always wore suits, always had a hat on. Women always were dressed in nines. At the club or at the bar or coffee shop, whatever it is, at right? The grocery. right. Everybody yeah, at the grocery. The street, you go to a city block and everyone's walking around with suits and stuff like that. You right. wear tuxes to the, to the nightclubs. Go to a baseball game and everyone's Make in their happy. suit. Baseball game, everyone's dressing in a suit. Because yeah. they're going out. Now look, they've stopped messing with the candy because they're starting oh. to fall in love a little oh, bit. Oh no, it's gooey. She's like, they're getting gooey. Oh, no! The goo! <laughs> this is where the uh, movie gets gooey. <laughs> it gets gooey. Come on, guys. It's too sweet. Oh, my this God. is the seventh take. There was no graphic user interface. This was their gooey. Oh, boy, what do you want? Okay, now we're going to have a little bit of a clash between father and... A secretary? No, I'm, I'm remembering... Uh, oh, remember... stop hitting my daughter. It's awkward. No, he <laughs> never, he'll never do that because he doesn't really hit on her. Swan never really catches on. He kissed on. her. Yeah, that's gross. You're right about that. He did kiss her in the same scene in which Swan gets up and he's like, oh, my back. And that distracts them from it. And he says, I'm taking you to Chicago. Right. It does. Oh, all right. He kisses her like that. He gets up to react and he goes, oh, my back. And then he says, I'm taking you to Chicago. Great. Bring my daughter, too. Yeah. You guys want any of my penny candy behind me? Anyone now he's that? saying, thanks for coming over. Let yeah, do you guys want some candy? It's stuck to the bottom of my shoe. Dad's yeah, finding man. out that Most Deadliest Game was over at Lada's house. Uh, what? what the fuck? We were making candy in the kitchen, if you know what I'm saying. No! Not candy. Well, it, yeah. it is Francis Farmer, right? Candy? Yes. Yeah, so we get called out. Why don't you turn it on for a second? Because sure. it goes, in a pig's eye! Oh, you that on your body? Oh, but I'm a young man. You better other things to do besides going around with a millhand's daughter. I want to stop. You go down there. Now, that's different. Down there to see my old friend Swan. Now, pig's eye, you do. What? Calling out. What? That's all. He's just confronted. Yeah, look at that. That's pretty tense. I I paused the scene where they're not even talking. They're just giving each other the eye. <laughs> Take a letter. Yeah. Wait a minute. This will interest you. Oh, yeah. can you I'm... keep a secret? Jesus. Ugh. I feel stabbing in my back. I'm shipping my son off to Chicago so he won't mess with my girl. Now, can we, can uh, we talk Chris about... Chris Hansen is outside to see you, sir. Uh, 
I was wondering about the chocolate. If we could get back to the chocolate at Francis Farmer, what is the connection? Why do I always connect that name to chocolate? There is a, I have no idea. All right, I'm Googling. Carl? Carl's going to do a dissertation about Francis Farmer. Francis Farmer chocolate. I didn't research that. Farmer chocolate. No cords? Come and get it? I'm, I'm dreaming. It has to be something else. France chocolate. That does, thank Whatever you. happens to Francis Farmer. Fanny Farmer. Fanny Farmer. Oh, yeah, yeah, little... you're right. Fanny Farmer candy. Okay, so what's now, up? This is a game called to... Diablo. And oh, it really? was very popular in the 30s. And this is like the tail end of its popularity. It's about to go away. Now, this is like a Sudoku puzzle for them right now. Yes, when it was fresh, you know. Yeah. Now, she is going to say, I'm not marrying the rich boy that mom wants me to marry. And, <clears throat> you know, Edward's going to be like, that's insane. You can't, because she wants to marry this like, low life guy in the paper mill the one who was doing the paper cups with the son he's like i, I well he doesn't say i'll forbid it but he essentially does and then she goes look you were gonna marry that lotta you yeah. you didn't marry for love you married for money and look at you you miserable i don't want that to happen to me and so he will completely change his tune and say you're right you Thank should you, marry for love and he'll be friendly with the bum who's doing the paper cups. He'll warm up to it. You'll see. Well, he's about to make a lot of money over that guy. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. But he didn't <laughs> want to. He wanted to reject the idea and say, like, you can't marry a lowlife and... Listen, and there's other ideas. Sliced bread? Ridiculous. People want to rip their bread. No one wants to slice <laughs> yeah, you it. Bite your bread off. How can you fit it in a toaster? <laughs> What's a toaster? People <laughs> just want to put it in the oven and wait three hours. All right. This is the greatest thing since unsliced bread. <laughs> <laughs> I got to go put horses back in my horseless carriage. Yeah. <laughs> it's not working. How much horsepower has this horse got? One horse. That's pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. The other one's sick. All right. Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> so you know he can get he gets it he gets it you're right so you're gonna marry for love not money and so he's gonna try to make it so that okay this guy's got some money paper cup idea okay so there's not only fanny farmer chocolate but there's also <laughs> fanny merritt farmer from the 1800s was an American culinary expert whose Boston cooking school cookbook became a widely culinary text. whoop de doo This has nothing to do with our film. But I'm just saying, like, Francis Farmer, I would think of the chocolate and I would yeah. think of the cookbook. I would not, you know, I get that. But confused. right now we're researching your tangent. <laughs> I think it's relevant. Okay. It All was right. on the show. Yeah, right. So here he comes down to the, like, low-life dredges of the workers. He goes, hey, what's your name? What's your name? You know what my name is. Then he goes, I thought you'd take it this way, you know, about the daughter. So he gets pleasantly surprised that Barney's going to be cool with this. Right, no, he wants to go take him up on the paper cup idea. I should have looked up this guy's history, who he is and everything. It's just that 
He was in IMDb, but he wasn't in Wikipedia, so I thought he wasn't important. And then we, the clock was ticking on our show, so no, it's fine. That's, I, I had an off tangent that I added, so that that even he, he goes, well, watch out him. for that. It goes trip. Hey, you're all right. Yeah, yeah. say. And his shirts are always steamed. Uh, no wrinkles here, Huh. Uh, a little now, business cap of yours. No, that's a paper cup, sir. Oh, right. oh so you could drink water out of it, and it's a dungeon's cap for rodents. We could sell it two ways. <laughs> that's a genius, eh? Now, where do you Send put the my iron? son in, who's the ingrate. Send in my ingrate son. Where's the cock blocker? Yep. Look at that neat phone, huh? Yeah, that's a top of the line. That's a horseless telephone. <laughs> this phone is a terrible. They want to put numbers on this phone. I said, no way. See, it's a terrible idea. Everyone wants to talk to an operator. Sir, just give me the extension so I can connect you. Benson has five, five, five. That's how it's done. Sadie, get me New York, Manhattan right away. So they're like, how many of these paper cups can you produce in a day? And, you know. He goes, I'll see you at the party to watch your step. Well, so don't anyway, trip. he's being cool. That's the thing about this Barney. Like, he is bad. It's creepy. He wants to rekindle Lotta with the daughter. It's inappropriate. It's so young. But at the same time, he doesn't... Not a bag. Okay. Yeah. Right now... Whoa, you're looking at his balls. Yeah, he's... She's <laughs> looking at her balls. Yes. Look at that. She's not even pretending she's not looking at it. Well, because he's boring them he's with like history it. of paper, and they're so oh. bored. So, oh, look at those! It's a pulp, oh. pulp fiction, right? Well, this is one of the hey. things I really like about this movie pulp is that the son is not a catch, and she's still falling for him. Like he's he's clumsy. He says dumb things. He's prattling on about history, and she still is like in love with him. Look at this package. Oh, that's love. It's the whole package. Look at her. Wow. Yeah, he's like, That's I like your stupid stories. <laughs> Glad I put on my good bow for you. Go ahead, listen to it a moment. It, maybe it's well, I can't wait to hear the story. Oh, we'll never hear that paper story. Back to the <laughs> horse carriage. Right. Oh, see, he did uh, go back to the horse carriage. Well, it's not the same guy. Hey, you horses, will you be in the movie again? Nay. You see how it, <laughs> you see how it's an anchor? He put an anchor on yeah. it. Yeah. Hey. Now hey. He, he was supposed to say, Don't weigh me down. It was the joke, but he was hoarse that day. Oh my god. Come on, what's why are the what's with the long face? Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh thank yeah, God. I want you oh. to have this horse. Are you looking in my mouth? Have you no respect? Ah, uh, I get it. I get it. Oh. oh, thank God you shut up. He was boring us about paper. Boring us to death. Yeah, oh, was. tells that story it about was. the phone again. Uh, Anything. Oh, I love paper, too. Now he's admitting it. He was like, I'm just a regular windbag. Good night. Yeah, but I'm getting a girl, Dad, so... Deuces. <laughs> okay, now... Like I told you before, 
Barney is rarely, if ever, inappropriate with this girl. But this is the scene in which he'll make his indecent proposal. He has to do it. Like, the whole movie is leading up to this moment. Right. This was the moment for me when I saw it. I was like, he, he's totally about regret. Of, Go he's ahead, rich. put it on. Gary wouldn't like it either. I think. I wasn't thinking of them. I mean, you. Alone? Go live in Chicago alone. Oh, Hello. I'd be scared to be in Chicago alone. I'd be there. Uh, well, I mean, I'd be down off on business trips and go to the theater together. You'd like that, mm -hmm. wouldn't you? You'd like, that. like it. Yes, but you... You being a married man and all Check it out, check it out. People wouldn't know. People wouldn't know. That's oh. it. That's his indecent proposal. Ugh. I'll offer you $600 if you sleep with me. $600 in 1930s money? <laughs> wow, that's like a million dollars in 1980 money. 1996 money. What year was this proposal? I just love it because he's like, he's talk in his mind, he's talking to the woman that he left. Right. He's not talking to the daughter. Right. Yeah, he's gone crazy. And he's just like, I regret my life and I want to start over. Or I want to, I want to go the other way right here. Yeah, right. Yeah. Go with the daughter. Right. And she's so like, "You mustn't say these things." Okay, fine. I'll get a divorce. Doesn't he look like that actor, that uh, Italian actor that um, was in Breaking Away, the father? Oh, Vincent uh, Gardenia. Gardenia. Yeah, he does. I vaguely remember his face. I remember the hugging scene. He was the dad, yeah. Was like, oh, he always got terrible food from his wife. Oh, he was on a diet. Did you guys ever hear the Glassnow Mills employers band? Worse. Oh. <laughs> Employers? Employers. They man. suck. There's only three of them. The <laughs> three of them, right. They they hired the employees band to cover for them. Ah, oh, shake my hand. Hello. Well, the band's going on a, a break I've because they're been exploiting you for years. Welcome. Thanks for coming to my party. <laughs> I shake the boss's hand in front of his family. Now look, you see the triangle? Did yeah. you see it? Oh, his yeah. Head? Oh, so that, we come and get it. That's the come and get it triangle. Oh, so we're almost done with this fucking thing. Now look, this has got to be the mom, and I'm wrong, but look how old she is. The men don't. She looks like Cloris Leachman. Wow, whatever it was. Do I have the mom's mm. info? I don't even think I even have. Well, where is the band leader from? Was it the first band he did? Eric, oh, he's playing. He's playing that song we've heard over and over and over. Love me tender, love me too. Oh, there's the triangle again. It's not for come and get it. It's a coincidence. Oh. <laughs> exactly. A tri Michael, sometimes the triangle is just a triangle. Play that right. song again. So, you know, the one we've been hearing throughout the whole film. Francis Farmer. Oh, no. no I'm just waiting for him to say come and get it at this point. Well, okay. It's not quite yet. We are way deep into Act Three, but but it has to resolve itself. Yes, it's not time. 
That's get a lot more creepy than. Yeah, right. It doesn't end on this note. It does get. How are does you? How are you? How are you? Not the right word because he doesn't do anything inappropriate. He just confronts and wants to fight. It's not. How do you do? How do you do? How do you do? She is yeah. not worth being married to. She's a mean, grouchy woman. Okay, this is this is my low life boyfriend <laughs> who I'm gonna marry, Mom. Paper cup guy. I don't want to be a family of a paper cup heiress. They look great. Those outfits look great. Look at his friend. He's a pimp. Look at this guy. No, he's the dad. Oh, it's his niece it and his daughter. Oh, hello. Can he's someone water good. my hat, please? Thank you. I'm. <laughs> She's wearing the chuckle patch from Magic Garden. Why yeah. do you have flowers on your hat? Well, I didn't, but then it started raining. People <laughs> on the street. Oh, right. <laughs> I brought you flowers. Oh, I see you already have some. Yeah. Are we going to see the any metal plates anymore, or is that gone? That's all gone, the metal plates. They had their purpose they freed lotta from slavery yeah. okay guys try the barbecue wait until i get my first i get first dibs on the barbecue free lotta during the production of the visit farmer was involved in a drunk driving accident oh when confronted by the police she recalled rather than answering as francis farmer i reverted to my role in the play and what? suddenly became the richest woman in the world, shouting to high heaven that I'd buy this goddamn town. She was a kook, man. She was a kook. I love it. Okay, this is the scene in which it's like, will you marry me? Yes, of course I will. You could tell it's from the second director because he goes, you promise that, Howard, that you hate Howard Hawks as much as I do? Yes, darling. He's a terrible, terrible director. <laughs> oh, I'm the happiest woman in the world. Now, look, yeah, Raul did not really want to do this film at all, and he insisted that Hawks name be as a director and listed first, which yeah. alphabetically made sense. He didn't want it at all, but, I mean, uh, Mayor Sam, uh, Samuel was like, if you don't do it, I'm suspending you, and you're not going to make another film. I'll pay you. But this you was before it. Alan Smithy, too, so they didn't switch the name out. Right. That would have worked. Yeah. Although this one, Academy Awards, so, you know, boo-hoo. Everyone liked it. He wanted movie. Hawks to get credit, though. He wouldn't do Alan Smithy. Like, he wanted... Well, Hawks no wanted... Actually, it's not in front of me, but one of them insisted, like, that's a film I never made. I think it was Wilder. Oh. It's got to be Wilder, right? Yeah. yeah. With respect to directors, I mean... He, he, Come and get it. William Wyler. William Wyler. Berber had approved Jane Manford's script, which Hawks found wanting. He persuaded her and Goldwyn to allow him to bring in Jules Furtherman to do a rewrite. Hawks just like, while the cat was away, the mouse played. He just like, I'm doing this film the way I want, and you can lay in a hospital bed after your surgery. Right. Wow. It worked out in the end, but it wasn't the leftist, you know. Okay, 
He's all over the house looking. That's the secretary who's been his uh, gadfly the whole film. And he's like, ah, they got to be up. He wants to break it. Uh, I'm not sure if he's looking for Lada or looking for them both together to break it up. You know, I think Della Reese is an actress in the crossword puzzle, and then Della Street is Perry Mason's secretary. I'm going to have to look that up, Carl, later. Uh-huh. Hey! Hey, what were you doing? The fuck is this bullshit? I was looking for lice. She's clean. <laughs> we're trading gum. Yeah. I'm going to punch you in the face. Oh, yeah, this guy's uh, strong. We saw in the other movie. I'm going to hold your chin and punch your jaw. Anyone see a pile of trays? <laughs> Let me get you to a staircase. Do you have any trays in the house? How? Two. Ow! Come on and fight. <gasps> that was a good one. He won't what? join him. What? He does. Yeah. Because wait a minute, I'm in love with her, and I'm gonna marry her, and there's nothing you can do about it. Now she goes, "Don't hurt him. He's an old man." That hurts. Oh, that really hurts. That hurts. Uh, Ooh, I get. Oh. Geez. Oh, I thought that would be the moment we realizes that he's just acting like a lunatic. Yeah, yeah, he can't. Look at that face, man. Yeah. Why can't the script be about logging? Why must I be humiliated in this man? More logging. This More is logging. A must be. It's a leftist triumph. <laughs> the trailer is 100% logging. logging. Like, I really, when I watched the trailer, I was like, is this the same movie I saw 30 years ago? That's so weird. I don't remember the logging. I mean, I remember it was logging, but. The love story is really the uh, interesting yeah. part. Here's the wife, and I had it wrong throughout the whole film. Now he goes, she for the first time like lets it be known that she was afraid he was going to like leave her for Lada. We didn't get that throughout the whole movie, and I think it's a missed opportunity. Right. She's happy when she all? hears her son will marry her. I don't care as long as it isn't you. Honey, you're the greatest. So she goes, it's time for everyone to eat, and they're not coming in. Would you please help me oh, get oh, them oh. all in? Oh, I got it. I got this I one. Got it. I oh, right. oh, so the ending's coming. Let me get myself ready for it. <laughs> well, I mean, there is no further to go. He's been rejected. Her true feelings are revealed that he's an old man. He's realizing I've been a fool. I'm. It's a pipe dream. It could never have happened. My proposal was indecent. And she's like, I got my man back because he got no choice. <laughs> you got no choice. You're stuck <laughs> with me. Yes. Uh-huh. Okay, go ahead. Turn it up. Turn it up. Oh, oh sorry. Oh, come and regret it. Hello. Hans' ear is about to get... Now, if there's a dog in your room, tell him this is not a wagon trade commercial. Why does a rich person have a, belt, a triangle for come and get it? 
Love Me Tender again. The whole fucking film. See how he's happy? Yeah. It's like a resolution for him, too. That's... Holy, holy, oh. Wait, now he's not looking happy. You no. Just leave. Is he crying? There's tears behind that Come and get it. Well, that was the life that he turned, he turned away. Yeah. Yeah. He's getting, his son's getting the life he never had. Well, granted, the daughter's... A and the money. Boy. A lot of Bostrom. Wow, Adam, what'd you think of this movie? Uh, I thought it was really good, actually. I'm not gonna lie, I still like it. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, you forget about the logging part, but um, it, yeah, it's really about the uh, relationship, right? Yeah. Like, I still think it, it reigns true. I mean, obviously, I'm 40 years older than I was when I saw it, so I've lived the guy's life, and uh, right, you can see where I wasn't. I didn't choose one or the other. I mean, uh. You know, God chose me to have a failed business, but um, <laughs> no, but it wasn't like, you know, God, I was so scared that I would be poor and happy or rich and, and unhappy. It's in the movie, obviously, makes it seem like there's one way or the other. For his yeah. personal story, it was, but not for not his sons or not other people. Yeah. Carl, but yeah, think? I still think it's powerful. What do you guys think? Well, I thought it was it was very relatable because I married for middle class. <laughs> I should have married for sex. Okay. Right. Well, right. um, no, I re- I'm with Adam. This was a good film. It was, you know, it's a shame that like we don't notice the logging because they changed everything. But no, I would say it's a good film, and I think Francis Farmer did a great job. And I didn't notice that there. No, that's not true. We do notice the tonal difference. There are two directors. There's a little stuff, you know, like yeah. the goo yeah. and then maybe some, but the goo felt like comic relief. Like it's still but a we very don't really know. They have to fall in love, you know? Yeah. It's not just that they're both good looking and young. Like they have to have a moment. Like he fell in love with their mom. There was that so, moment of the fight, the bar fight, which is more interesting. That's what I respect so much about the script is that he was not lovable. He was not, well, he was lovable, but he wasn't like a, leading man hero that anyone would fall for he was klutzy and big-winded he'd say right. stupid stuff make a mistake fight his dad he did have a good skill. heart though he did make decisions like he bet 500 dollars in the 1880s and then gave 200 dollars to this stranger because of yeah. a story that he had this woman that was going to poison him so it was uh he, he uh i don't know it's, it's a good movie if i didn't know the backstory carl some movies you would watch that had a terrible backstory and you watch this weird movie you go what the fuck happened why you know like right, they all screwed up yeah they screwed up but i couldn't tell that from this movie if i didn't know that it was two directors and that the the lead was hard to work with for everybody and that was getting into these incidents i would still think this is a good movie you know like yeah. i i think the the drama it was like a twilight zone episode where he realizes his regret the way he was pushing his life forward and that came across. I would love to see more logging politics that was taken out, but <laughs> the direction was fine. It was a good movie. Adam, uh, can you join us next week? I'll take that as a yes. He, he's frozen. He has a bad bandwidth. He's frozen. All right. Well, Adam, can week. you yourself only join us next week? Oh, he's <laughs> on mute. You're on mute. <laughs>
<laughs> oh, what? The mute button? What do I got to do? All right, I'm going to motion to the No, yeah, I'll see you guys next week as long as you do anything in black and white. All right, well, good news. Here's what the deal. Let's watch a dead-end kids movie, The Bowery Boys, one of those films. I'm okay. going to go ahead and pick one. from the, I'm going to try to find the worst one that they have, and we'll watch it next week. And Mike, honor. have some mercy. You know I'm going to really watch it like three times, so have some no, mercy. I'll do the research. A knuckle research. sandwich. Oh, well, you want to do a switcheroo? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Let me, yeah, I'm going to pick oh. a Bowery Street Boys movie, maybe when they're the dead Maybe end. I'll watch it. Maybe I'll change my mind what it maybe is. Maybe. What is you, officer? I'll, well, look at, uh, I'll look at Wikipedia five seconds before we start recording. Uh, yeah, Mike, right. Mike, please just research the movie. Don't go to the library and get the Bowery Boys, you know, classic, you know, eight DVD box set and waste three weeks and then not have content. No, the film that watching every single uh, Abbott and Costello movie did, before did, did, it did a, it did a little, but it did so little. But all Just, I did was I read a. I'm, I'm going to go to the library and research Bowery Boys, and I'm going to bring an extensive history of 1930s comedy. <laughs> but no, seriously, uh, Adam, join us next week. Audience, join us next week here on Mutiny Radio. Uh, we are stream every Sunday. To go to MutinyRadio.fm, uh, see what's happening. And uh, there's a donation button, and we have our archives there. Check it out. Check out our archives at the uh, Mutiny Radio, and don't forget to donate and check out what there's happening with Mutiny Radio. And check us out on YouTube and uh, podcasts, and go to uh, more information. Check out proudlyresents.com slash let's. All right, so uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, my brother Adam will join us, and we'll be watching the Bowery Street Boys. See you later. Bye. Let's watch a full-length movie on you. song. I, I'm Mike's friend. My turn-ons are satin sheets. I love to be outdoors. Follow me on Twitter. Jokes to Carl. The French duh, not the duh duh. Let's watch a
tell them it's going to be a rock and roll. Mutiny Radio Flat Black Plastic. Thank <laughs> you. 
pops the ball, confounds the fish, it makes your order up an extra dish. Mops the ball, confounds the fish, with a little hot reddish on the side. Makes it mellow, makes it mellow, mellow as a shell of four. Hot reddish with lots of balls.
soothe me with your caress sweet lotus blossom lotus blossom help me in my distress sweet lotus blossom please do now you alone can bring my lover back to me even though i know it's just a fantasy Knock me clear out Sweet lotus blossom Please do
Bowie stars in The Man Who Fell to Earth. You passed me by last night I left my front door open But my back was locked up tight Tell me, tell me, Daddy Last night I left my front door open But my back was locked up tight 
Tell me, tell me, Daddy, what are you gonna do? Tell me, tell me, Daddy, what are you gonna do? You might ask for some kisses. I might give you one or two. sugar in my bowl tell me tell me daddy are you having any fun <laughs> tell me tell me daddy are you having any fun who's that knocking on the door now you better grab your things and run oh it was only the milkman Finish up what we've begun.
board on a Friday night. I couldn't find a damn thing to do. So I pulled out a suit about the same color as my BMW. I drove to the party and I stepped on in just to see what I could see. Everybody knew what I was looking for. I was looking for some company. That's right. Check out. Jerking and everything inside. And you know that I'm turning out the jerk out. I got the cash. I got the ride. Oh, no. Got to make some love tonight. And you know I got the look. I saw a real fine thing sitting by the bar. She looked kind of all alone. So I slid on over and I asked her name. The Stella was bad to the bone. 